Yeah, so now that we got to that, and we've already kind of touched on it, let's jump to Raw Women's title, Nia Jackson, Ronda Rousey. Who y'all taking? Ronda. Uh, I think this one's going to happen kind of like what Sam said about the other match. I think that Ronda's going to win the match, but it's going to be kind of like disqualification or something to where Nia's going to keep the title. I don't see him putting the title on Ronda as quick. I could be wrong, but I don't don't see him putting the title on her this quick. So I think she's going to win the match. But now I'm going to keep the title. Because I ain't going to let Ronda lose either, so, yeah. <clears throat> Sam, you going with Ronda as well? Uh, I think, like, yeah. I think she's going to be the qualification or something. But, like, either way, she's not going to lose clean one way or the other. Because mm-hmm. it's her first singles match. They already they invested so much in her already. Like if she loses, it's not going to be clean. Like they're not going to make her look. They don't. It's like when they say you got to make Roman look strong. Uh huh. Yeah. It's like it's like when when Rollins cashed in at WrestleMania. He won the match, so technically Brock lost the match, but he didn't lose personally. Like right, he still looks strong. And that's, I think that's how this is going to be for, for her. Mm. Like, they're not going to have her knives and beer. Mm-hmm. Especially okay. not on the first one. Not on her first single match. That's not happening. Mm. No. Yeah, I'm, I'm going, I'm going with, uh, <laughs> I'm going with Rhonda. Um, I, I didn't, at first, I didn't think uh, Rhonda would win. I was uh, thinking along the same lines, like, this is really quick for her to get a title shot. She can't win a title this quick. But um, I think that they're trying to establish her. They're clearly trying to establish her as dominant just from some of the promos uh, you've seen with her already. Um, they're they're kind of they're giving her the, the demeanor of... Uh, she she has a a soft, compassionate, feminine side, but if you tick her off, she's gonna snap. <laughs> and um, and when she snaps, like it is it's done after that. Like there's pretty much not much you can do with her after that. And um, and seeing uh her little quarrel with uh with Naya on Monday, I was like. Oof! Like that. This looks. This looks a lot more evenly matched than I thought. And um, I know Naya is usually the biggest, stronger woman. Um, I I definitely don't see this being like uh like her match with Alexa Bliss. Even though um Alexa uh did kind of find a way to get a to get a a strong uh, advantage over her, even though she ended up losing. Um, because Alexa is amazing. <laughs> no, there's no bias here. There's no bias here. Just <laughs> he's just saying he's just saying that from observation. That's all he's saying that for. I know, I know, I know, I know. We're we're all. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know. <laughs> 
Alexa, if you're listening, your number one fan is on here right now. <laughs> yeah, Alexa, call in. Uh, but no, but but real talk though, Alexa, Alexa is amazing. Like, I mean, she's she's so small and petite, but then it's just like she she gets in the ring and she wrecks people. <laughs> she makes life hard for people in the ring, and um, and she really gave uh, Naya a run for her money in that last match that they had. So, um, but I think uh, I think Ronda is already showing. Like even though she's smaller, she's a lot stronger. And I think that I mean she's I mean essentially I don't know what you guys think, but essentially she's the she's the female Brock um, of the uh, of the women's division is what they is what they look like they're trying to make her. So I think she can. I think yeah, she, I can I think she'll. Uh, yeah. I think she'll take. I think or she'll take nine. Not the MMA person coming in like 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 like. like the women's Brock or like a Ken Shamrock or somebody who is not part, is not from the wrestling world. Mm-hmm. So she's bringing her own style into it. But, you know, you're right. She's, she's so strong. Yeah, and I mean, like I said, and even with the uh, with the promo, she had, I mean, like we haven't really, you know, seen her in a, a singles match. But when she's had interactions or quarrels with other people, like she's pretty much kind of handled them like rag dolls, so it's like they're definitely trying to trying to put her out there as she's a dominant, strong female. Like you're not just gonna take her out real easy. So even even if she loses Sunday, like I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be a tough match. Even if she loses, oh yeah, and um, she's another one who could benefit from Paul Heyman. Yes. Because she's so similar to Brock, I feel like that. Like he could, because he, he's always just been the, you know, the men's manager. Like this would be new territory. Yeah. And I, I think I think they can make that work really well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I don't think just Rodney would do it because a lot of people will probably expect that. That's yeah, the true. I think it's not going to happen. They'll be like, oh, you know, Brock, we're going to you know, but I'll tell you, though, that would be, that would be, he would be a great asset to him, to help her out. That would be, that would be smaller. Yeah. Yeah, because she, she definitely has, has not, she's not been good on the mic, that great on the mic. I actually, this past Monday was probably the best she's done so far. So, but even in that, it, to me, it kind of said she doesn't need to talk a whole lot. She needs to be few words and a lot of action. Yeah, so she, you know, she stands up. I'm Ronda Rousey. I'm born ready. I'm like, I'm waiting for the t-shirt. <laughs> I was like, that was such a t-shirt. That was such a t-shirt moment. Like, I'm able, I've been picking them out now. Like, I look for them. When people say certain stuff, it's like, that's a t-shirt. I'm waiting on it. And, um... And that was a T-shirt moment. I was like, "Yep, that was her T-shirt moment." Here's the new Ronda Rousey merch, born ready. <laughs> I was like, "And if she, because <laughs> uh, I'm gonna start doing that. I didn't think about that. I'm so look, me, me and one of me and one of my boys called it a long time ago when um when Brock first, I mean not Brock, but uh Braun Strowman first used the phrase "get these hands" when he beat up all the yeah. security backstage. 
<laughs> uh-huh. My homeboy hit me up like the next day and was like, yo, they need to make that a t-shirt. And then what do you know, like a week later, there was a Braun Strowman t-shirt that says, get these hands. <laughs> so I was like, I said, okay, that was a setup. That was his t-shirt moment. I was like, so now I start looking for what are people's t-shirt moments. And you can, some, some of them you can kind of, you can kind of catch it right away. Like, oh, that clearly was a t-shirt moment. Like with the, uh, the B team with, uh, Axel and, uh, Bo Dallas, like, you know, I was, like that was like so blatantly obvious. These guys are drawing their own t-shirts. They're about to have t-shirts tomorrow. <laughs> but I was like, this is definitely her t-shirt moment. So I was kind of like, this is, this is really a setup to show, to show Rhonda is like, Rhonda is for real. Like she's not a game, but I would, she's another one. Um, like with Brock Lesnar, she's, um, I mean, especially since she's new and you're saying she's here, I'd like to see more of her as far as in action. Um, and I think we will. I think we'll actually get more of her when we do Brock. Just because she, she just got put in the UFC Hall of Fame. Right. And so, I don't, you know, she's retired from UFC. Yeah, she's done. Yeah, we 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 know she's not she's not going back to UFC. <laughs> she, she, no, so I think we will actually see her like full time. <clears throat> yeah, I wouldn't mind. Like, I mean, I mean, even if they just kind of wean her in a little bit, like, is it I'm not necessarily saying she should be up there wrestling every week, but you know, no, yeah, yeah, throw her in here and there. Like, okay, you know, for the month of July. Ronda will make appearances the first, you know, two or three Raws of that month. And then on that fourth one, she's actually wrestling somebody. You know, just do a little something like that. Because that, that's been that's been my uh, that's been my my hallmark for Ronda since uh, them officially announcing she was coming over to uh, to WWE full time was I need to see her put her hands on somebody. Once I see her put her hands on somebody, you know, like that'll tell me a lot more than just a lot of the talk or a lot of just the popping up and she shows up with a t-shirt on and the smiling at everybody is like yeah that's all good but it's like no i want to see you hurt somebody so anytime she's um and that that's how i feel about brock is like i just want to see you hurt somebody and so i'm ready you know whenever if i can get to see that more often then i'm i'm happy to see that <clears throat> no knock against the beast <laughs> want to see more? I want to see. More, I want to see more of the beast. The beast shouldn't have. He should have more than ten title defenses. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> it shouldn't be 140 to 10. It should be like 140 to at least. Give me 70. <laughs> I'm just saying. Get halfway there. I want to see Brock. I, I like I said, I'm, a, I'm a big Brock fan. I've always liked Brock uh, since before his first run. I've always liked Brock, so I'd like to see more of Brock, but I know he's at a different level now. He's got a lot of perks, so he's not wrestling a whole lot, but I just would like to see more of him. <clears throat> okay, let me see. Okay, uh, I almost skipped it. Okay, guys, who do you have in the men's Money in the Bank match? I'm calling Samoa Joe. Ooh. That's a. Mm. I didn't see that one coming. I think I think no matter who wins, it's gonna be a SmackDown person. But yeah, 
Like I got, I got Joe. You you think that's to bring uh, bring more attraction to SmackDown by having the SmackDown person win? I think partly. I think it's part of it, but I also think imagine him getting the briefcase, starting a rivalry with AJ. Hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be mad at that at all. But then again, I got Finn Balor as my dark horse because I think he could do something. I think he somehow he could pull it out. It's not going to be Rusev or New Day. Oh nah. It's not going to be Strowman. They're all going to gang up on him. Who do you think? Uh, who do you think's uh, participating from New Day? Because uh, I don't think they've I don't think they've announced that yet. I think they've still been keeping that secret. They have. It's a ladder match. They need they need some spots. Hmm. Not a hell. I think it's gonna be. Uh, I think he's. I hope. I hope Cole is in it. Colton's probably doing some crazy yeah. those matches. Yeah, I mean, you got some fans the ladder match. They need somebody who's going to be, you know, doing those jumps. I was thinking I Xavier Woods. Yeah, Xavier. I can see that. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'm, now, uh, yeah, I'm in, I'm maybe in a different type of match. I would have said Big E, but for this, I would think, um, I'm thinking Xavier because, um, just because he's, I think he's a combination of like he's a little bit bigger than Kofi. Um, he's a, a little muscular like Biggie, but at the same time he's real agile and athletic like Kofi. Maybe not as agile, but he still he still has that. He's, um, he's that middle. He's that perfect middle ground. Yeah, yeah. He's like a he's like a yeah. nice blend yeah, of both. He's the, the, the uh-huh. quickness agility of Kofi mixed with the big strong strongness of Biggie. So I'm thinking it's Xavier for uh for that. And then I'm I'm actually picking Braun to win the match. Um like when they did the greatest Royal Rumble, I I picked Braun without even thinking about it because I was just like, Oh, this is a safe pick. I'm just picking Braun. I did I did too. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like and but I was I thinking the they're gonna gang up on Braun and they're gonna get Braun out of there because nobody's gonna be able to beat Braun one on one if it comes down to it. But then he ends up winning it. I think the same thing is gonna happen because even uh after seeing the uh the uh match he had Monday I mean, they put the man through a freaking table. <laughs> it was just like, okay, <laughs> what else can you do to him? <laughs> he still came back and won the match. So, I mean, granted, there's going to be four more people in the ring, but I think, um, I think Braun will, I think Braun will be able to handle it. Um, my my dark horse uh, for the match is Finn as well, because I because. Um, Part of me kind of wants Finn to win it because I feel like Finn got screwed out of ever getting a chance at the Universal title once he came back from injury. Yeah. So that's uh. So I got Braun and my dark horse is Finn. Who you got? Who you got, Kels? Me personally, I'm a huge Bobby Roode fan. I love Bobby Roode. But I don't think it's this time yet. I do not think he's going to win this match. I love him since 
And that is glorious. Two, I went to uh, they were just here. They were just here to stay on Sunday night, man. And I went, and when his music hit, I was like a little kid all over again. <laughs> oh, that's right. You went to the house show. Crazy, man. Yeah, my wife looked at me like I was half crazy because I'm sitting in there singing "Glory" the entire song. <laughs> <laughs> but um. I think, I think Pam Ballard's going to get this one. Pam Ballard's going to win it. Uh, he's finally going to get, he's finally going to get his push um, that he deserves because, you know, he um, he stepped up and did what they want, what he wanted them to do at WrestleMania. So I think they're going to reward him by giving him this, um, giving him this match, giving him the match for victory. So he's going to get the case. My dark horse is going to be um, the Miz. Mm. I think he's going to be the dark horse because, you know, he's gold on the mic. Eventually, he's going to get back to Daniel Bryan. I do think that's going to happen at WrestleMania. But I think before he gets back to Daniel Bryan, he's going to be in the title picture. I think some kind of way he can. He is going to win the title with that money in the bank briefcase. He goes to WrestleMania as the champion and goes against Daniel Bryan in WrestleMania wow. for the title. That's what we see. Okay with that. Come to a head and Daniel Bryan's going to win the title at WrestleMania. Um, if the Miz wins, but I do think Finn Balor is going to win the match. But I'm fine with either scenario. Mm. Or scenario, however you want to say that. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> The Miz. Man, you in long range with that one, Kels. I gotta do it every once in a while. Kels, that. you know, I'm gonna I'm I'm mark that one. I'm gonna keep track of it. Sam, Kels is always good for these, like, long range, just way left field predictions that almost seem believable. <laughs> and I have, I have to keep up. And I have to keep an eye on him because what, Kels? What was the last one? Because one actually happened. <laughs> it was at oh, a pay per view. Um, it was, uh, I think, it was um, Shinsuke Nakamura AJ match. Where I told you oh, that the, the nobody first was on with or disqualification or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It was the AJ match. He called that, and I was like, okay. And I was sitting here going, that really happened. <laughs> like, he really called that. He was like, nobody's going to win. It's going to be a double count out. Yeah. Me and one of my friends, we were watching the, uh, that SummerSlam match like seven or eight years ago when it was like the Nexus against Team WWE. And me and buddy of mine, we were sitting in Buffalo a while when he's watching it. And we're just like, I mean, not Finn out. Dale Bryan's going to be the last guy. Wow. He's going to be the last person. And then they, and then Miz came out and, and we're just like, okay, maybe we were wrong. And then they bring out Daniel Bryan and it was like, there it is. Wow. Like, everybody got that one or two long range ones that they just pull out every now and then. <laughs> You gotta, yeah, you gotta pull one out every once in a while just because it just makes stuff interesting. <laughs> okay. <Yep. clears throat> All right, so our last, uh, oh, wait, you know what? 
we missed the tag team titles. Um, so real quick, uh, SmackDown tag team titles. Uh, who you guys have? Bludgeon Brothers, or Luke and, uh, Gallows, and Anderson. Bludgeon Brothers. Um, Anderson or Gallows, one of those guys won on SmackDown. Was it this week or week before? One of them beat one of the Bludgeon Brothers. Um, so, but that don't matter. Bludgeon Brothers still gonna win. Yeah, I, I'm going with the Bludgeon Brothers too. Um, they just yeah. If Gallows and Anderson were gonna win the title, they would have done it by now. Yeah, that. That's they've been in the company long enough. If they were gonna get pushed, it would have already happened. Yeah, that's that's yeah, definitely that's definitely facts. WWE clearly ruined them because the Battle Club should have been it happened. Uh, you know, whatever club that should have been it happened a long time ago. Everybody was waiting for the T-shirts would have been through the roof, T-shirt sales and all that stuff. But yeah, WWE really missed the ball on that. One. We just we just have to get. We just, we just got to get Ballard Club and AJ on the same show. Then there's there's your Bullet Club right there. You know, they successfully yeah. infiltrated WWE, but that ain't going to Right. And everybody's talking about them. Everybody's talking about them now. Kenny, Kenny Omega just won the title in New Japan, and now him and, and freaking Young Bucks about to battle the New Day in a in a video game competition that everybody's talking about. So it's like, really, WWE? Come on. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that uh, that actually happened uh, today. That video game. Oh, snap. That was today. Yeah, it actually happened oh, today. Yeah. It happened uh, this afternoon. I didn't see it. I didn't see it live, but oh, I saw yeah. the uh, video. I saw the uh, end of the video for it. And uh, uh, Kenny Omega uh, won. His team won. Wow! I didn't. Was, I didn't see that coming. I would have thought. I would have thought Xavier would have pulled it out. Um, it was. It was pretty tough. Oh, they. Um, yeah, I know, I know it, it looked like Xavier Woods was gonna win it, and then Kenny Omega uh, made a made a nice little comeback, <clears throat> and won like the final. I think he won like the final two rounds of it to come back and win it by one. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yo, that wow. Kenny Omega match with with Jericho. Back in January. Oh my god, that was awesome. Yes. I, I didn't see the whole match. I yes. saw highlights of it though, and I was like, wow. <laughs> was like this yes. guy's really like, I, I, like I, actually, I actually subscribed to New Japan just for that thing. I was up at like five in the morning to watch it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm not missing this. Like I have to catch this. And it was so worth it. Wow. Mm-hmm. So is uh, I, is New Japan is New Japan gonna be like the next big rival for WWE or are they already that? Because like, I, I haven't really been up on New Japan a whole lot. No, I, I don't think they're a rival. Just because I don't think there's enough like people in America who watch it or who follow it. Yeah, they just now starting to infiltrate. America pretty much they're doing shows in California yeah. with all uh, Ring of Honor they're doing, doing shows but I mean they're already pretty they're already pretty huge you know from they're, they're hardcore everywhere else yeah. in the world mm-hmm. yeah they're big enough that they get mentioned on WWE TV but I don't think yeah. they're like a rival 
Okay. And it was more like we can do business together, that kind of thing. And they they used to do uh, pay per views, and they used to swap wrestlers with uh, WCW and NWA back in the day too. Oh they yeah, used to do it all the time. Oh, yeah, okay. but it's. That's what they got the idea from for NWO was from New Japan. Uh, yeah, exactly. That explains a lot. <laughs> 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 no, no, I'm saying that because I'm not just thinking of wrestling, just thinking of uh, entertainment in general. There's a lot of stuff in American entertainment that comes from Japan. And and they totally they totally sell it like oh this is an original idea that we came up with over here and it's really not and then it's like ten fifteen no. years down the road you look and you go oh wait they had that first and it's like okay all right whatever but they had they, if they didn't have it exactly they had something similar to it and of course you know we're all thinking to Americanize it right yeah right absolutely. <laughs> So that, but that makes a lot of sense though to say that um that they were doing a lot of swapping from from guys over there and just taking stuff and bringing it over here. Um, and even, now, I even feel like they could eventually do that with WWE, like because you got like Nakamura, you got Oscar, and you got people like Kurt Angle and AJ and Anderson and Gallows who who all worked in Japan for years. Mm-hmm. Finn Balor. Backlash, I would have been if they did that. Because <laughs> Backlash was, ew. <laughs> Backlash would have been great. <laughs> do you uh, do you think, um, I'm totally sidebar now, do you guys think they'll ever, um, okay, I think we might have talked about this before, you think they'll ever uh, cut the uh, whole dual branding thing again and then just lump everybody all together again but just with two shows? Eventually. I, how, mean, I think they probably will at some, at some point. How 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 uh, roughly like give me like a guesstimate like how long you think we'll we'll continue with the, the Raw brand versus Smackdown brand? Until Smackdown goes to Fox. You, when SmackDown goes to Fox in October, I think it's going they're really going to separate everything, I think. Mm. Well, you, um, when maybe you, a year, a little over a year. You think they'll, you think they'll completely separate it if, after that, or? I think, mm. I think let's see how it does on Fox first. We'll see how that work, how that goes, what the ratings are, and you know how successful that is. And if it's not, the, I'd say maybe a couple of years, something like that. With mm-hmm. the amount of money, they're gonna pull out all the stops. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah. Yeah, that was Hogan, a big, that was a billion dollar deal. Everybody's gonna be there. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. That's gonna be real interesting. I I I can't wait to see how that how that's gonna look when it when it actually happens. That's that's not happening until next year, I think, right? Yeah, I think so. 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 Yeah, I
Like October? Yeah, October. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> next year. Yeah. Next year, yeah. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna look real interesting. <clears throat> to yeah, to literally just be able to turn on channel five and see wrestling. Yeah, that's gonna be But then again, that's pretty much how it was back in the day. Like you were watching wrestling on uh I was gonna say, yeah, they used to have a you were watching it on network TV, like you weren't watching it on cable. So I don't know, maybe, I don't of course, know. we all know shows on Fox get canceled after about one or two seasons. Anyway, <laughs> one or, one or two, a half a season. Like if you're not putting up numbers, <laughs> you are out of here. <laughs> you get like four. I mean, and you gotta think like you know shows like seasons aren't long like they used to be back in the day. No. Seasons are like twenty episodes, no. so it's like you got maybe a good ten to catch your audience, and if you ain't catching them, it's done. It's a yeah. wrap. And they, and they better be they better be really good if you want a chance. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, but, yeah, you're right with the with the amount of money and you know media coverage and everything that they're going to be throwing at this. Like that's when it could really, because back in the, when they first did the brand split back in the day, like it was a rivalry. Like they really didn't like each other. Like it was, like they treated it as a rivalry. Yeah, basically. Now it's just like oh, it's just for the show. Yeah, they yeah. basically uh, basically recreated the uh, the uh, the Monday Night rivalry that they had with WCW within themselves. Yeah. Hell, mm-hmm. yeah. This time it's just been. And back back then, I loved SmackDown. Yeah. It was like, oh, SmackDown was three. the show. Like, that I was... SmackDown was the best show. Because <laughs> well, they had Paul Heyman as the head writer. He was the one SmackDown. Yeah, I I can honestly say back then, I I watched Raw, but not as much because I was watching WCW. I was watching Monday Nitro, so I was flipping back and forth. Oh yeah. But I was definitely more into Nitro, but I watched SmackDown because I didn't have to flip back and forth. I just watched SmackDown. Yeah, yeah and SmackDown was the yeah SmackDown was the show back in the day. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I I was telling Kel, you would have like you'd have Undertaker, you'd have Rey Mysterio and Edge, you'd have Big Show fighting Brock Lesnar, like you had some good feuds going on that you weren't seeing Raw. Right. Raw was just kind of like, okay, Triple H is still champion. Who cares? <laughs> uh, SmackDown is like, you didn't know what was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I was telling Kells that, um, I mean, SmackDown essentially was built off of The Rock um, and his catchphrase. It was, oh, yeah. it was, his, it was only his show. And, um, and I felt like when they got a, when he left it was like that's kind of when smackdown kind of started going downhill because it was kind of built around a certain character versus it being its own yeah standalone show and i think that's probably what helped raw take off is that raw was able to just kind of make itself standalone not necessarily built on mm-hmm. one character and i feel like uh yeah. smackdown that's kind of what smackdown needs is like it it needs like that that same type of draw of this somebody there like that you want to see. But change the set. Like you watched Raw and SmackDown back then, they both look 
completely like two different shows. Oh yeah. Now definitely. it's like okay, instead of a bunch of red lights, we have blue lights. It's like nobody cares. <laughs> like, it's the same show. Wait, it's like, wait, it's, it's the same. You know, like, <laughs> it's not different. <laughs> yeah, they. Yeah, they definitely didn't do a good job of them. Yeah, I, I remember. Yeah, SmackDown because SmackDown had the giant fist. <laughs> at the top and of the Titans, Ron. Uh-huh. <laughs> Raw definitely didn't have it. Raw just had the regular, the regular signage and lights and stuff. Yep. Yeah, big difference. Big difference. Wow. <laughs> like when you watch it, you felt like, oh, it's a different show, it's a program. But now it's like, okay, this is just Tuesday Night Raw. Yeah, I, 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 really I care. I definitely said I I I watch Raw I watch Raw more interested in what's about to happen, and when I watch SmackDown, I feel like I'm just watching the continuation from Monday Night. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't watch it with the same excitement that I do on Monday Night. I'm like, okay, it's eight o'clock. Okay, let's see what happens on Raw. I mean, especially the beginning of Raw. It's like, what's going to be the first thing that happens? Typically, I mean, lately it's just Kurt Angle comes out and makes some kind of big announcement or something, but you always look forward to the beginning of the show to see what happens. That kind of sets the tone. Then it's like, I don't know, SmackDown kind of doesn't have that. It's just like... No, it doesn't. Just a bunch of matches. Just two hours of matches. You're watching Raw. You know you're watching Raw. But it's like SmackDown. At one point, I forgot Baron Corbin was even on the show. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like I heard the music play, I was like, "Who is this?" <laughs> and it's like, "Oh yeah, that's right. He's still in the company." Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely feel like they need a. They, they, they did this brand split again, and they're saying like, "Make it a Vince is like make it a competition." I want to, you know, I want to. If they do it with ratings, with merch sales, do whatever you have to do. It's like they didn't do that. It just still became the B show. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, fifteen years ago, it felt like this is a rivalry. They, they, these two shows are feuding. Now it's like, okay, you have Raw, you have Raw Light. That's <laughs> right. all you get. <laughs> right. Monday night is three hours. Tuesday night is two. Just light. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. I don't know, but I'm, like I said, hopefully this this Fox move helps helps them kind of. Uh, ramp things up a little bit, especially since they're going to be taking away a, a prime time slot during the week. Mm-hmm. Um, two two solid hours. Of course, too. then again, these are the same people. These are the same people trying to bring back the XFL. So, you know. Oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot about that. When is the uh, when is the the XFL supposed? To, is that starting up next year too? Twenty twenty. Yeah, twenty twenty. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm curious, but I'm not necessarily excited. Yeah, I'm just curious. Like, I want to see it, see what it looks like. But I'm not necessarily, like, you know, sitting on the edge of my seat waiting for it. <laughs> All right, guys, we sidetracking. We got on a whole bunch of other stuff. Okay, last match. <laughs> Last match, Raw Tag Team Champions. <laughs> the <laughs> the name is growing on me. The Deleter of Worlds. <laughs> the Deleters of Worlds. 
uh, Bray Wyatt and uh, Matt Hardy versus the B team, Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel. Who y'all got? The leaders. No question. Yes, yeah, man. They had this exact same match Sunday night. It ended him with uh, disqualification from Curtis Axel. Get somebody with a look. Uh, hit uh, hit uh, Bray Wyatt with a chair or something like that. It was actually entertaining match. It was pretty good. So I think the match <laughs> will be entertaining. But uh, at, at I like what it's a team. They, they, yeah, you know, they feuding with with better teams. Yeah. Like, put them, put them against, like, you know, put them against New Day. Put them against pretty much, like, yeah. if they were on, if they were on SmackDown, they would have, yeah, because there's so many more options. Mm-hmm. And the, see, and that's the other thing, oh, too. Oh, 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 SmackDown? So, uh, what? What are, you, what are you asking now? I said they moved a good teams to SmackDown pretty much. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Exactly. I feel like... Any of the the teams we're talking about are on SmackDown. Yeah, that's the other thing uh, I've always said about SmackDown. I feel like like Raw has the better singles uh, wrestlers. SmackDown has the better tag teams. But I don't feel like they... I don't feel like they... I don't feel like they push that enough. To get you interested to see it, to see that they have the better tag teams. But, and I think part of that is because they only have two hours. Right. I think if they, I think if they had three hours, they would have more time to push it. I don't know. I, I feel like you could work it where like less is more. Like, I don't know. Give us, give us. I don't know. Maybe less matches to give us better matches and then maybe better yeah. promos. Like don't try to don't try to fill up the two hours with matches like you would with Raw with back to back to back matches. Maybe give us less matches, like say in two hours you do ten matches. Instead of doing ten, yeah. give us give us six. But make those six quality matches that we that everybody really wants to see and then uh, do do some good promos or whatever. Get your guys out there to to kind of build the draw. But I don't think they. I don't really think they. I don't think they use the the two hours of effectively enough to make it exciting. Because a lot of times um, when I look on the schedule and I see that they're coming to town, um, I th- I know at one point they were doing the shows in the same place, so they would do Monday in an arena, then they would do SmackDown in the same arena the next night. Now, I think they've been splitting yeah. it back up again. So it's like, oh, I'll be like, oh, WWE's coming to town. And it's like, oh, SmackDown, never mind. Because, <laughs> like, I'm not going to I'm not gonna want to see it. Like, I wouldn't even really be pressed to watch it on TV. So, with that being said, my pick is the deleters <laughs> for, uh, for this match. Um, but I think, um, I think they'll, they'll figure out a way to, um, to keep the, uh, the B team around cause they're, they're, they're funny to watch. They're entertaining. So they'll keep them around some kind of way. Yep. 
And Kels, you got the you got the B team. Uh, um, you got the deleters too, or you had the B team winning by disqualification. No, no, I got the leaders. Okay. Believers, whatever they call it. So, yeah, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt, I got them winning. Okay. All right. Those are all the matches. Uh, the last last thing, or last two things we're going to do is uh, our, our little segment me and Kells came up with, uh, Sam, we call it Who's Your Number One? We pick a different topic each week of what, and this is, uh, this is your personal opinion of what you feel like your number one is, basically what's your your best or your favorite in this particular category. Um, we did Intercontinental Champions last week. Uh, the week before that, we did, uh, which was the first one, we did the Heavyweight Champ. Uh, so tonight, your number one. Now, are we talking one, current or, like, all time? Uh, your, your number one, your favorite all time. All time. Uh, oh, who's okay. your number one tag team champions? Harlem Heat. Harlem Heat. Ooh. Mm. Wow. Harlem Heat. Booker T and Stevie Ray. God. That was one of my favorite tag teams back in the day. That was uh, that was a definitely yeah. a good reason to watch uh, Monday Nitro was to see Harlem Heat. <laughs> yeah, I, I got I get definitely Harlem Heat. No question. Mm. Wow. Kevin's <laughs> <was> blown away. <laughs> I, did see, I did not see that one coming. I was shocked. <laughs> I consider myself shocked. Right. <laughs> well, my personal all-time favorite. A lot of great tag teams. Um, my personal all-time favorite. Um, I was a huge, huge, huge. Mm. Four horsemen fans. Mm. You know, like, they're my all-time favorite faction, all-time. Y'all know, well, Ric Flair was my, my all-time favorite world champion. My all-time favorite tag team champions. Um, Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard. Mm. They're my all-time favorite champions. Okay. They were, like, a great tag team, both in... And WWE, they won championships in both organizations. And I just like that chemistry. The chemistry they had in the in-ring technician ship. Great tag team. Oh, Arn Anderson is the most underrated wrestler. Oh, yeah. Arn Anderson, oh, yeah. Arn Anderson was vicious. He was vicious back in the day. Yes. Man, and his, his DDT. <laughs> His DDT oh, yeah. is like the quickest one I've ever seen. Like he used to, I mean, it was lightning yes. quick the way he would do it. Yep. Yeah, that's what's up. <clears throat> those are some great. Those are some great picks, guys. Harlem Heat and the Horsemen. Wow. Um. So, uh, my pick uh, for tag team. Um. Usually with stuff like this, I always go with, uh, I always go back to like childhood, like who did I like watching? And, um, I would have to say this tag team was, um, 
and I said this about uh, the wrestler I picked last week. This was a tag team I love to hate, but I enjoyed watching them. And my pick is the Hart Foundation. Mm. I used to love okay. watching the Hart Foundation okay. against the British Bulldogs. That was, that was like one of my favorite tag team matches to watch. Yeah, yeah the Hart Foundation. And it was like, so like when, when Bret Hart came out with the saying, the best there is, best there was, best there ever will be, it was just like, yep. <laughs> I, mean, like, I can't I can't argue with that. <laughs> can't argue well, with that. Of yeah. yeah, I was like he's been doing and the thing is, all those years, like Bret Hart's style like never changed. <laughs> he did the same thing. Oh, no. And it yeah, and it worked all those years. It just worked. It was just like, yeah, like he doesn't need to change anything, it just works. Yeah, now, I will say my honorable mention, just because I didn't, I never considered them like a real tag team, just because they were they they got together, you know, every now and then. But I almost wanted to say Undertaker and Kane. <laughs> the brothers of destruction consistently <laughs> teaming together enough. But the, yeah, the brothers of destruction. That, uh, mm. that might be my number two. <laughs> just because they were so like you knew if they were teaming up together you knew it was a problem you knew something was gonna happen yeah they they were yeah they were dangerous I mean cause they're both so freaking big they're huge <laughs> let alone you know the Undertaker made a name for himself as like the most lethal striker in WWE history <laughs> And the funny thing is, uh, I, I always appreciate Undertaker because even when, um, even when they they change, even though he's changed over the years, like you know they went from the dead, you know the dead man to the, you know he had the biker gear on and all that kind of stuff. It was like he was still kicking tail. Like it, it wasn't like he fell now, off. I liked it when he. Was, I liked the character. Yeah, I thought it was a nice change. I enjoyed. It. I enjoyed it when he did. Yeah. It was so different from what he'd done, but he still made it work. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was just kind of like, oh, It okay. seemed like it was more, that's just who he was. Yeah. Yeah, it, did, yeah it, didn't, it didn't come off like they just came out of, like, random left field with something and said, hey, let's try this and see if it works. It was, just, it, like, it definitely came off like, you know, this is a side of your personality. Let's try that and push it out there and see if people like it. And it was just like, oh, like this is just like more like just rather than this, this this mysterious cryptic dead guy who walks around with an urn. It's like, no, this is just a regular dude who beats people up. It's, it's weird, like the transition he made. Like he went from that that creepy, like didn't say a word, coming out with a casket all the time. To basically being like a fake mist, to, to being like a biker, to being like some, you know, just like all oh, zombie kind of characters. Like, he's gone through so many transitions. But for some reason, it's always worked with him. And yeah. that, just, that just tells you how good he is. Yeah, that's, yeah, that was going to say, that's that's rare. That's rare. And
when you see somebody go through go through all those changes and they they and they make it work somehow like it all kind of comes together <clears throat> yeah man okay i think we lost <laughs> i think we lost kells um <laughs> yeah i think we okay. lost him but um sam it's been great having you on man Yes, sir. This is good. I enjoyed this. Uh, Sam, are you are you back? Are you back active on social media? Oh, I'm on Instagram. Okay, give us uh, your uh, your your handle so we can, people want to follow you. Yeah, you want to follow me? It's World's Okayest Drummer ninety three because there's I'm not great at drums. But there's nobody more okay than me. And then 93 is because 93 is I was always a huge Javon Curse fan. That was his number when he got traded to Philly. And yeah, there you go. That's what's up. For for those that don't know, Loki, um, not only is he the world's okayest drummer, Sam is a wrestling guru. <laughs> He's an absolute wrestling guru. Something like that. <laughs> so I wanted to wanted to get him on. Want to try to have you on more often because uh, you are a a wealth of knowledge. When I think I know something, Sam makes me feel like I know nothing. So <laughs> come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> but a lot of that was just me going back and watching stuff. You were around for more of the stuff than I was. Uh, true, true, true. <laughs> But then there's also, I also have I also have a little bit of a I also have a little bit of a gap because there was a time where I did stop watching but then I picked it back up oh, and when okay. I picked it back up okay. I was like why did I stop watching like this is great <laughs> like especially now with social media like there there are some uh, wrestling pages I follow or I'll see highlights or something like that on Instagram or something and I go wait when did that happen I missed that. I'm like, dang, I missed that. That's oh, yeah. I'm like, that's doing my dry, that was doing my dry spell. <laughs> so. Well, see, when I was a kid, I didn't, because between Stone Cold and DX, I wasn't allowed to watch WWE. Because mm-hmm. I was like a kid at that point. So I could only watch WCW. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, yeah, so WCW like, yeah, now was going like back that. and watching all those old pay-per-views and stuff. It's like, who are these? The only way I knew anything that was going on with WWE back then was I had that that No Mercy game on N64. Oh, okay. (laughs) You remember that game? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that was the only way I knew anything WWE was doing was playing that game. I was like, who is this? (laughs) I'm like, I know who Stone Cold is. I know who The Rock is. That's about it. I have a friend who... I, it took a while. I had to break him out of playing uh, "Here Comes the Pain" because we we used to get together. Uh, we used to get together and over his house on a Friday night, and we would play "Here Comes the Pain" literally like all night. And then it's like, okay, it's been five years. Like, why are we still playing "Here Comes the Pain"? Like, there's a new game out. Why don't we play the new one? He was like, No, I like the old one. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, but the newer wrestlers, we can't, what, what, we can't just keep playing. Like, I don't care. <laughs> so 
finally, I finally got him like somewhat up to speed. Where every once in a while we'll get together and we'll play like the newest WWE game. But he still brings it up because he still has it. Like he still has his old PlayStation system and everything. <laughs> People like, oh, come on, let's play. He bring- no, we're not playing. Here comes the pain. It's like we're done. <laughs> but uh, no, he, he moved on from here comes the pain. He moved on to shut your mouth and all that. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> like I think he skipped all that stuff though. <laughs> That's the day. I think he just stayed on. Oh, here comes no. the pain. It's like he's he's not like a he's not like a gamer like that. So he wasn't buying new games. Yeah, he, he just, had just that one game. he had that phase where he got it and then he just kept it and he just stayed with it and it was just like. And it's like, dude, but that game came out like a million years ago. Yeah, but I still like it. And it's just like, okay, well, <laughs> keep your head comes to pain. I'm trying to play. I'm trying to play WWE 18. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like I said, we finally got him up to speed, and he'll he'll play it. He'll play. It. He didn't buy it, but he'll play it. Like I'll bring it over. He'll play it. Because <clears throat> we just we constantly have like these little battles. Like we'll literally sit up and play it all night long. Yeah, like li- like literally, like go over his house like nine ten o'clock at night and play till like two three in the morning. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the kid in us is still there. Uh, I, I, used to, I used to do that with. Uh, I used to have one of my friends play Mortal Kombat for we'd say up to like three four in the morning. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's We're why. Back I, and forth playing. Well, that's why when women ask, do y'all do y'all stop playing video games? I'm like, no, not really. We just don't play no. as much. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> just we not. stop playing it as often, but we don't stop playing. Right, <laughs> right. It's, it's definitely no. it's definitely a release. It's a release. It's just like just let it go. <laughs> I like how uh, uh, Braun uh, Stronger put it in an interview. He was like, you know, people like to watch wrestling because. You know, you can't go on your job and just like smack people around. So you come and watch this, and you get to see somebody unleash their frustration on somebody uninhibited. <laughs> it's like, yep, that works. <laughs> Sam, <it's, laughs> we've been all here for a while. It's been good talking with you, bro. We got your handles on here. Um, again, uh, if you're following us, uh, if you're not following us, what are you doing with your life? Make sure you're following us on uh, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Trackstar Sports on everything. Well, uh, Instagram is actually Trackstars underscore sports. Um, make sure you follow us on Twitter. We have a new Twitter page, the Outsiders Edge uh, Twitter page, and that's X-S-D-R-Z-E-D-G-E, Outsiders Edge, where you can uh, hear great WWE news. You can follow Trackstar Sports to hear all tons of stuff on different sports, whether it's basketball football wrestling whatever it is you want to hear about we'll talk about it on there again this is your boy Damo with my man Jay Kells and we have our friend Sam Blackwell on here and tune in this Sunday for money in the bank uh that'll be Sunday at seven o'clock eastern on the WWE network um and for also, the low payment of just $9.99 shameless plug <laughs> oh and real quick for <laughs> for our uh speaking of plugs for our listeners uh if you're on apple you can listen to us on your apple podcast uh app if you're on android you can listen to us on podcast republic just search track star sports on either one tune in we're here every week and there's tons of content coming out every day from track star sports so again this is your boy demo with sam blackwell and we are out
What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Damo, your WWE correspondent for Trackstar Sports, here with another episode of The Outsider's Edge with me and my homie, Jay Kells. Uh, this particular episode, we had to break it up into two parts because the fellas got to talking wrestling and we just went in. Um, as usual, it's me and the homie Jay Kells. This time we had a special guest. We had my homie Sam Blackwell, who's also a part of the Trackstar Sports team. And he's just a wealth of knowledge about the WWE and just all things wrestling. So we had Sam come on and we, we talked about money in the bank and a host of other things. So we, t- uh, we just, t- hey, we just went in. So we broke this up into two episodes for you. So I hope you enjoy. Um, if you like what you hear, make sure you call in to us with your questions, with your comments, um, of anything and everything that we talked about and even some stuff that we didn't. But just make sure you hit us up. Um, we also make sure to give you our social media handles so you can hit us up on Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff as well. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Outsider's Edge. We have more coming to you, so stay tuned. Snatch up.